Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? I'm good, Jason. I hope you are. Hope I'm, you're healthy. I'm healthy, Bill, and Yay. so is the family and uh, everyone here at the office. So, you know, life is good. And at home, yes. Yes. Of course. That's well, with, with the little ones, you that, that's really important. Um, the same is true for, for us. Life is good. Um, and in fact, uh, you know, at WG Alexander and Associates, um, what we do as estate planners, elder law attorneys, uh, is considered essential. So we're doing our best uh, to keep our doors open. We are open. We have limitations in terms of who we want uh, to come into the office for sure. Uh, we we certainly require an appointment to come in and so that we can discuss those limitations. Uh, but we're uh, for those folks who are healthy and have not been exposed and need to sign documents, uh, we uh, we can make that happen at my office. And for those folks who simply need consultations, we're doing a lot of teleconferencing and video conferencing uh, and the like. So we're trying to protect our, our my team as well as those who come into the office. Our office is thoroughly sanitized every day. Um, but um, what we do is important. In fact, uh, one of the things that has surprised me is that I have – remained extremely busy because uh, people, I guess, uh, are figuring out that, that they are mortal <laughs> as, and that uh, the, the, the planning and documents are an important thing that they really need to get done. So, you know, there are a lot of folks who've procrastinated for a few years, and it's sort of like now that they have time on their hands to think about what they no excuse need anymore. to do or not to do, uh, <laughs> uh, folks are sort of figuring that out, I think. But uh, so uh, the good good news for us is we're, we're staying busy while we're uh, trying to protect and do our part. Uh, you know, the good stewardship is, is important uh, for us to, to – uh, to keep in this, the, not just the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law, uh, because we're all in this together. And it, truthfully, the, the government can't do it. Uh, we've got, as, as a nation, we've got to pull together and do it ourselves. Uh, and uh, it, it does, it, it re- requires us to be bored. It requires us to to do things we don't want to do, and uh, unfortunately, um but it, it, the ultimate outcome will be a positive one, and we'll get over this. We'll get through it. Uh, but gee whiz, it, it, uh, it's pretty an amazing experience that, uh, that we wish we didn't have to go through for sure. Uh, now, for those folks who uh, are uneasy about the stock market, join the club. <laughs> I don't, you know, it would be impossible not to be uneasy about the stock market, uh, what's happened to it. Uh, You know, there are an awful lot of seniors who uh, have money invested and should have money invested in the stock market. And, uh, you know, the first piece of general advice is if you're in the market, now is not the time to sell. It's not the time to get out. It's the time to stay put. Uh, At least it is for the majority of folks. Um, uh, you know, the market is a 
pretty complex monster. And so I, I guess the, the first um, uh, thing I need to do is to try to identify the folks that, um, that I try to counsel as it relates to investments. And, and that is um, the, the first thing when it comes to um, investment, because you have to realize that uh, investors come in all shades and stripes. I mean, people have very different perspectives. They come in different ages. Uh, they come uh, with different resources backing them up. Uh, and they, they come with different risk perspectives. You know, there are certainly uh, people uh, who should not be in the stock market at all. Um, now, who might those be? <laughs> the, the folks, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, I guess a, a good analogy would be um, how strong is your stomach? Um, it, you know, for, for me personally, uh, I can eat just about anything and it doesn't upset my stomach. Uh, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, my wife, uh, her stomach gets queasy over lots of little things. And so it's the kind of thing where if, if your stomach gets queasy over everything, then the stock market may not be where your uh, money should be. Uh, but for those folks who have a little bit of stomach uh, and can take some risk, uh, and, and that, that's okay. That's really where most of us need to be because – uh, even if you're 70 years old and retired and, you know, you're not uh, earning uh, money anymore, uh, you have your Social Security, and if you're lucky, you have a pension. Um, so you have some money rolling in, but your nest egg, it typically is invested in some way, shape, or form. And uh, the first thing is, do you have a short-term perspective or a long-term perspective? And for those folks who are 70-ish, those folks, in my opinion, should be thinking in a long-term perspective because the likelihood of a 70-year-old who's in good health is that they will live at least another 15, maybe 20-plus years, and that is a long-term perspective. It's not... I'm looking at what my portfolio will be in it tomorrow or six months or even a year from now. Um, and that's a really important perspective to have. Uh, the second piece of that, and I've said this numerous times, is that everyone should have a safety bucket. Now, a safety bucket uh, comes in different forms too, but it also um, comes in not being in the stock market with a portion of your nest egg. Uh, and um, now, when, I, when you go to the bank and you put your money in a money market or a CD, uh, and my uncle was a big believer in laddered CDs. He, that's the way he liked to do things. He's very, very conservative. And now, that is, has no risk, really, at all. People, uh, at least not in my opinion, it doesn't. Uh, people say, oh, well, we want to make sure that our money is insured, you know, FDIC or, or the lot, something similar to it. Uh, and that's okay, too. I mean, from my perspective, uh, the insurance uh, can be important if you're 
if your bank um, is a, a small bank with the possibility of going out of business, that's important. But, uh, you know, it's it's um, not as risky. I mean, you know, from my perspective, that is less important than a lot of other things. But having a safety bucket is really, really important. And, and right now is a great uh a reason to understand why your safety bucket is important. If you have your safety bucket, and that is money you can fall back on when the market uh, basically dives like it has, uh, then you don't have to sell your investments. You can stay put and let it and ride it back up, which it, you know, it will, there will be a better day. It will go back up. Uh, And so staying put is dependent upon having that safety bucket. It's another reason why I tell folks uh, that it, in my opinion, is really important to have your mortgage paid off at the time you retire. Uh, Now, why is that? Well, because there are a lot of financial gurus out there that say, oh, no, don't do that. You You know, keep that mortgage and invest your money with me. And let me invest it for you, and I'll make more money than what you're paying on that interest rate. Well, okay, but guess what? When the market dives, like it has, it tanks, well, guess what? Uh, <laughs> that that uh, investment guru, he just walks away and says, sorry, and you're, you're stuck. So what it boils down to, if your mortgage is paid off, what it really means is, you don't need as much money on a month-to-month basis, so your safety bucket can actually be smaller. Because if you don't have, you know, that fifteen hundred or twenty-five hundred dollars a month to have to pay the mortgage just to live in your home, uh, that's a lot of less money that you need uh, when the market crashes and and you're really tightening your belt. Um, so to me, that is a, uh, a huge situation. The, the other thing is that a lot of us have money, not just in the bank, but we have other investments with little to no risk. I mean, for instance, I have a lot of clients who have love rental properties. They love real estate. Well, guess what? The, that rental estate, real estate investment is extremely low risk. It appreciates. It's inflation-proof because um, uh, the rent can be increased on a year-to-year basis uh, to keep up with inflation, if you will. So, um, And you have a piece of real estate that you can sell uh, if you need to sell it. Now, it's a longer-term proposition because you may not be able to sell it overnight. Most people can't. Um, and uh, But at the same time, it's something that is relatively safe. So, you know, your safety bucket isn't necessarily simply cash in the bank, although I think uh, that's the biggest part of a safety bucket. But you do need to have that before you put a penny into the stock market. And, I, and, and then I, I want to talk about some of the complexities and why the stock market is so confusing uh, for most of us. I think that's, that's really important because most of us need a financial advisor 
uh, to help us because we don't have the time or the inclination to really understand the intricacies of how the stock market work. And and for most people, the stock market is, if it's done right, is an opportunity to to actually um, significantly increase your wealth over time. But again, over time is what I'm really talking about because it's a long-term perspective. That is the key part of the uh, investment game there. Well, I'm looking forward to that discussion that we're going to have right after the break. I want to remind you, as Bill said, his office is still open. They're sanitizing deeply every day. So if you want to come into the office, you can schedule an appointment to do that. You can also uh, teleconference if you need a consultation. Head over to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000, 2567000 if you've been neglecting your legal documents or want to put an asset protection plan together now's the perfect time because a lot of us have a lot more time in our hands than we did a couple weeks ago a quick break and back with more this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander on news radio 680 wptf are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Bill, we're talking a lot about investing and the markets, and we are going to dive into a, a conversation here about how the markets can be very, very confusing for a lot of people. I do want to do that, but let, let me remind folks, uh, I think it's important, I hope I, I should do this a couple times during the show today. Uh, as you know, uh, Jason, the second Wednesday of each month, uh, for many, many, many years, we at WG Alexander and Associates have done free seminars. Uh, you know, for years we've done a seminar on Medicaid uh, planning, uh, veterans benefits, and other long-term care crisis issues. Uh, And for the last uh, five or six months, I've also uh, done a separate seminar on asset protection and the use of trusts uh, to help families with their planning. Uh, Both have been popular, for sure. Uh, And, of course, with what's going on in the country and in the state, uh, we have canceled our Uh, next seminar, uh, that is our face-to-face seminar, we've canceled it. But what we have done is substituted a video conference for that Wednesday. Uh, The time of the conference is a little different, so I would encourage people to go to our website and sign up for either or both of those uh, seminars. The second, you know, it's scheduled the second Wednesday of April. Uh, we don't know right now whether our May seminar will be a regular seminar or video <laughs> seminar at this point, but we're set up to do a what's called a Zoom, Z-O-O-M. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Zoom, it's, it's a very easy, uh, free download. Um, but whether you have that software or not, you can participate in our Zoom meetings. Uh, so... Um, uh, our our normal monthly seminar for April, the second Wednesday of April, will be uh, a video uh, conference, a Zoom meeting. So I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've actually never done it uh, that way, but I think it'll be fun. 
And one thing for sure is it will be shorter than my normal seminar. I'm going to try to keep it to an hour, whereas anybody who's been to one of my seminars knows that I have a hard time keeping it to an hour and a half. So they, they almost all of my normal seminars go two hours, but I do the best I can on that. But I'm going to try to keep these strictly to an hour unless I get tons and tons of questions. And then that's – so I can blame it on my audience. There you I, go. <laughs> well, you if I go over there. an hour, it would be your fault, not mine. Well, that's um, wonderful. Okay, so let's – uh, with that said, let, let's get back to uh, the markets, and, and they are confusing. Um, it, it's like this. One of the things that sort of blows your mind is you do your research and you find a, a company that you think is a wonderful, very strong company that's making good profits. And you, um, and so, quarter, you know, they have quarterly reports, and the company you're interested in um, – has a super quarter and they let's say they've had a 15 percent uh profit that quarter and if things are going wonderful and guess and then that day what happens but their stock goes down and you're going whoa what what is going on but what has happened is those fancy pants people who predict how well your company is going to do, predicted that instead of 15%, they would have made 18%. And they didn't hit the the expected target. And so even though they did great, they didn't do as well as expected by the fancy pants. (laughs) Okay. So guess what? When that happens, the market for that particular stock normally goes down because the expectations are higher than what they actually performed. Now that now that's simplistic on a one stock kind of thing as and most people uh, don't invest directly into one stock. And of course I am not uh, in terms of trying to educate folks on how stuff works. I am not trying to uh, reach out to folks who pretend to be day traders or those kind of investors who are short-term perspective or think that they are smarter than uh, the markets and can beat the market because my experience is that most folks who uh, go into investing with that perspective might do well for a short period of time, but in almost every case they end up losing their shirt. And that's not the kind of investing I think is appropriate for the great majority of of folks uh, out there. And so um, uh, there are a lot of other things that are confusing about the market. And, of course, right now um, is one of those uh, times that are uneasy. One of the things that you have to understand about the stock market is that the stock market is not a reflection of what's going on today. That's that's the thing that's the most con- – you have to be a futurist to understand the market because the market today and the market tomorrow is based upon what uh, investors across the board and the computer uh, – analysis and all of that expects the market to be a month from now okay and that's 
why it is so difficult for folks who are not fully aware of how the market works get killed sometimes because it makes no sense at all uh, to a lot of of folks. Um, Now, with that said, most of us realize that the market is extremely low right now. We've had a couple days where we had a 20% plus upswing, which was wonderful. I had uh, an investor who um, was at around $750,000, and after the upswing, he was at $850,000. So, you know, he was pleased. (laughs) But what I'm getting at is that the market is clearly uneasy. Now, most of us realize a whole lot why that might be. Number, you know, number one, we went, well, we all of us are staying home. <laughs> but when you get beyond that, we went from a, just within a matter of a month, we went from uh, one of the lowest unemployment rates to probably the highest unemployment rate we've seen since the Great Depression 1929. I mean, you know, 30% plus unemployment. I mean, that's huge. And it's like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, what's going to, what will happen to us? Uh, And of course, my heart bleeds for the folks who have lost their jobs and and the folks uh, who are trying to get unemployment and are hoping that that there will be a lifeline thrown to him. Uh, and all of us know that whatever lifeline is thrown is not going to be enough. It's, it's not even going to be near enough uh, for the folks who really need assistance. You know, our, um, you know, those are the things that are going on that just makes all of us uh, uh, wary. Uh, but uh, did you know that there's actually an, a fear index in the market? Did you know that? I did not. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's why I'm here. I'm trying to teach folks. Oh, yeah, that's good. All right. Now, now it, uh, it's some people call it the fear index. All right, you, and it and it's actually an options index on the Chicago board, and it's called the VIX. Uh, and you can Google it, and and it'll and it'll show you some things that I think might might help, but. All of us know in our gut that uh, that we're scared of the stock market right now. So, uh, but the, what what um, the VIX actually does? It's a pretty good indicator uh, of uh, of what the market's expectation is for volatility. That's the market going up and down uh, over the next thirty days. Um, and so that's why it, it, it actually measures risk and fear and stress uh, as relating to the, the stock market. Now, uh, anything over 30, <laughs> 30 and above, basically means people are really stressed. Uh, now, what what do you think the VIX index is right now? Or, I mean, this week it's been, I should say. Oh boy, how about uh, let's let's double it? Let's say sixty. You're actually right on the money. All right. Uh, I mean, it's it's been uh, in the fifties and even sixties um, uh, this past week, uh, up 
I mean, last time I, I looked, uh, the high was 67 and the low was 57. So that gives you a pretty, pretty good <laughs> idea of, uh, of uh, basically fear in terms of the market. Now, what's interesting, though, is, is that that does not necessarily mean that the market is going to be going down. Okay, uh, it's it's an indicator clearly if the market is way up, but when the market is way down as it is now, the it, it basically means people investors believe that it will continue. The market will be continue to be extremely volatile, which I think is a no brainer. But like I said, this is a uh, an index that um, you that is measurable where all of us in our gut know it's true. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but here's the thing that uh, I would tell the investors uh, who uh, are lower-risk folks. Uh, that's my kind of folks. All right, not high-risk high folks, but lower to medium risk. And they've got their... Uh, real estate. They've got their mortgage paid off. They've got uh, a safety uh, bucket in the bank uh, so that if they invest in the market, they don't have to look the next day to see if they want to sell. They're in for the long term. Well, truthfully, right now is an excellent time to invest. The market is at extremely low levels. And now, if you invest today, may the market go down? Absolutely. There are no guarantees. But we may very well be at what's called a trough, which is where the market is basically hitting bottom and will be trending back up. And this always happens when the, the public is extremely uneasy about the market. Okay, so that's where we are right now. We're all uneasy about the market. So this uh, may very well be a time when it's right uh, to get in the market, recognizing that we could lose a little bit in the short term, but that over the long term, over the next two years, ne next year, two, three, we should make a lot of money um, based on where we are now in terms of the stock market. If you wait... Until you feel good about the market, you will not make very much money because you're in it with everybody else. I mean, everybody wants to feel good about the market when you invest, but guess what? When you do that, you're basically buying when the market is high. So that's not a, not a good idea. All right, the other thing about the market that is really tough has to do with timing. Okay, and, and so you hear me saying this is not a bad time to get into the market for those folks who have cash and they've got their backside protected with, with uh, uh, their safety bucket or low, very low-risk assets. Uh, and that is, is that the, the, the market going up or the market going down normally happens over one or two days not over a, a trending month, if you will. And so, I mean, it's just like, how long did it take for the market to tank? I mean, the big, 
the the big drops occurred over two or three days. And, you know, last week we saw the market go back up for two days, over 20%. So what I'm getting at is that those days are impossible to predict. And that's why there are an, a lot of folks out there who say you can't time the market at all, so just invest and, and stay with it, which I'm not a complete believer in that because I do think that, that there are signs when the market is extremely expensive where it's smart to reduce your exposure in the, in the market. Uh, and, I, and I don't think you have to be a market timer to do that. To me, that just is a no-brainer. It makes good sense so that you have less risk and, and you can – there are ways to, to invest in the market with less risk and less volatility. And that's what I think is important for us to take away from what's going on right now uh, in, in the market. So all is not lost. Uh, <laughs> we will get over this as a nation, but it's up to us as individuals to make that happen. It really is. The power is in our hands and, you know, we'll have to continue to express our best judgment and uh, make sure that we are making the right choices as we move forward. I want to remind you, WGALaw.com is the website to go to if you uh, are interested in the teleconference for Bill's upcoming seminar. It's second Wednesday in April. That is April the 8th when uh, that will be happening. Find more information at WGALaw.com. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And WGALaw.com is also where you can go to register for the April seminar. And now this isn't the traditional one that we hold at Independence Village. Bill, you've uh, thankfully found a way to uh, do this via video conference. Folks can download Zoom and they can attend from the comfort of their own homes and they can learn about... uh, dealing with uh, financial assistance for a long-term care crisis, VA benefits. Uh, It's a wonderful opportunity for folks who uh, may may not be uh, directly in Raleigh. They could be listening from a little bit further out. This is a a great chance to get some nuggets of information from Well, I've never done this before, and and quite frankly, I'm excited about it because uh, we could have a tremendous audience. I hope we do. Uh, because if you're like me, we're at home bored. We're, we're uh, watching too many movies. Uh, I've, I've read a, a lot of books already. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's the kind of thing where if you, you want a little edification and you're willing to listen to me uh, uh, with a video conference and ask your questions, it's a great opportunity. So, uh, and we're unlike Independence Village, we're not limited on how many people can actually attend. Um, it's really um, a, a nice opportunity for us. So it'll be an interesting experiment 
for us uh, in the safety, and folks can attend from the safety of their their home. All they need uh, really is a computer or a monitor that connects to the internet, um, TV or whatever that uh, is internet capable, and have an internet connection to attend the meeting. So anyway, we're we're looking forward uh, to that. Well. Now, uh, another thing that I, uh, as it relates to our office uh, being an essential service for folks, um, is that we are open with restrictions, uh, and if folks uh, need an initial consult uh, or a follow-up, uh, it can be done by video conference. So we're encouraging, consistent with the governor's orders that um, our, uh, we conduct as much by video conference as possible, and we're happy to accommodate clients on that basis. And if folks uh, need to come in or, or want to come in and they can assure us that they have not been exposed to anyone and have no uh, symptoms themselves and, and the like, uh, then we're happy to welcome them into our office if they have... Um, uh, an appointment. Uh, and of course, uh, the moment you walk into our office, uh, you're going to wash your hands before we even sit down. But uh, we're being very careful to sanitize everything in the morning. And, af- and as when as people come in and leave, we do it again. So we're being very careful ourselves as well. Yeah, that's great to know. And, uh, you know, it's it's absolutely required while we're going through this. And, um, you know, it's just part of the social distancing and what we're dealing with with this pandemic. Yeah, exactly. And and actually, uh, there are some inter- I mean, some things to be to expect from this pandemic. I mean, we're, we're all in this together. But um you, you know, there there are a lot of folks out there who are spending time at home now, and uh, uh, frankly, they're ignoring the social distancing. Did you know that? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've seen well, the pictures. Well, uh, most, uh, and this is something that uh, we need to get the word out to young people, uh, uh, the particularly the teenagers who tend to not listen to their parents, <laughs> that this is a, a time that they need to protect us because they're the ones who are actually are getting infected more so than their parents or grandparents, uh, and they're the ones who are responsible in a lot of cases for spreading the disease. Unintentional, of course, but it really is a matter of, of their... Uh, being a little uh, more careful than normal uh, and reducing their own exposure or potential for exposure. Because this is, uh, it may not be deadly to most young people, but, uh, you know, there are a lot of coronavirus cases where uh, folks, uh, the symptoms are very mild or moderate, but um, there is a percentage, and, and of course, the, per, the highest percentage of, of deaths from this virus come with folks like me who are older or who have respiratory issues or have less immune uh, capabilities because they're undergoing cancer treatments or uh, they just have other lower immune um fighting capability uh, in their bodies, if you will. I mean, those of us in those circumstances are the ones who are at the highest risk and need to be very, very careful. Uh, But with that said, there's also (laughs) some other expectations. 
And um, at least from, uh, I, th- I think this is pretty obvious uh, in terms of lack of social distances. And, and that is that um, I, th- I suspect that around uh, nine months from now, there's going to be an awful lot of babies <laughs> born. Uh, <laughs> so the hospitals need to gear up for it uh, because uh, that's, uh, there's, there's going to be another generation of baby boomers, if you will. I, I, and I can uh, gladly say that I'm a baby boomer, but there's going to be a new generation of baby boomers. And so instead of having to call them Gen X and whatever, what are the other generations called? Oh, there's Jason? millennials, Gen Z. Yeah, the, all yeah. of that stuff. That confuses me. I, I get them all confused. I'm not, Most you know, do. I'm so old, I'm not sure which one's which <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but. I do know one thing. The next one that comes about is going to be, uh, they're going to be called baby boomers again, and and for good reason. <laughs> baby boomers 2.0. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but there's a couple other things, uh, too, and that is the, the other, there are two groups of lawyers that are gearing up uh, because of this pandemic. You know which ones they are? I do not. Two groups. One... Are bankruptcy lawyers okay? All, unfortunately, there are an awful lot of folks out there, uh, small business people who have no business right now. And guess what? They, their expenses still go on. It's a real sad day for that part of our economy. And of course, the other part is you know, un, you know, thirty percent unemployment. There are a lot, a lot of folks who have lost their jobs can't pay their bills. And so guess what? Bankruptcy is going to be a hot business for lawyers uh, over the next um, six months for sure. Uh, now, there's another group of lawyers who are gearing up as well. Any guesses? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know, Bill. Oh, come on. Divorce lawyers. Oh, divorce. I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. Now, these are the folks uh, <laughs> that are taking social distancing to the extreme. <laughs> <laughs> so you have those who are ignoring it and those who are taking it to the extreme. But um, why that is true is, and actually uh, most divorce lawyers would tell you that there is typically an upswing in divorces when um, – when people are together a lot, um, you know, over the holidays and over vacations and things like that, you know, marginal marriages oftentimes don't make it past those those times. And guess where we are right now? We're in a government-pushed uh, uh, <laughs> isolation where folks are together. And so the divorce lawyers, uh, quite frankly, are gearing up for high demand. Uh, when when this pandemic got over. It's tragic and, and it's sad, but it's also true. Um, and, you know, frankly, uh, the fact that the divorce rate is much higher than any of us would like it to be is one of the reasons why I recommend uh, uh, frequently to uh, folks who have a nice estate and want to protect their children I recommend lifetime asset protection trusts for our children. Uh, It's certainly what I've created for my own children, and I recommend it strongly uh, to my clients. And one of the things that I have been doing um, for my lifetime trusts for our children 
because uh, I can do tax planning inside those trusts for our children. They can control their own trust. They can be their own trustee. Uh, but I like uh, uh, the trust to generation skip to the grandchildren, uh, which we put that tax planning in our trust, which are wonderful. Uh, and I've also used an, a fairly new concept that most folks will not be able to find on the Internet, but it's a tax concept, called, what we call a BDOT, which doesn't mean anything to anybody except for the tax code and lawyers like me. But it means beneficiary deemed owner trust. And this is where we make our children with an irrevocable trust that's asset protected. So our child is protected from divorce and creditors and predators and other issues uh, with, our, with the inheritance that we leave them. Okay. And then what BDOT does is it allows the uh, child uh, to... Uh, have the taxes automatically, in other words, the income, dividends, interest, capital gains, all taxed to the child at the lowest tax income tax rate possible. So you can, and, and it also makes it easy where a tax return is not required for the irrevocable trust because the income is deemed to the beneficiary. So that does a lot of good. Uh, and it makes it easy. So those are some of the things that we can do in our planning that is so important to folks because most folks want to make sure that the inheritance that they leave stays with their children, is not uh, part of a divorce settlement, and eventually goes to the grandchildren or great-grandchildren. That's, I mean, I think almost all of us want that as part of our planning. And so that's something that, that we do uh, that I think is so important um, and, and helpful to folks. And, and a lot of folks have never thought about that. So I'm teasing you. I want you to know about that kind of plan that can be done for you uh, that uh, can really be – it can make your goals in terms of your own legacy, your own planning. It, it can make it happen because you create a trust to make it happen. Yep. And you can find more information about how to schedule an appointment with Bill by going to WGALaw.com or you can call the office 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000 to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill or to video chat with Bill. That's up to you. 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Bill, we've uh, run the gamut here on topics. Well, that's for sure. Uh, well, there's been there is another thing that uh, this pandemic has done, and and that it is shown us what um, uh, in terms of uh, the environment. You, you know, the, the truth is the skies are clearer. Uh, particularly in in places like New York and LA and Be Beijing and and folks places around the world where you know the cars are not on the road to any significant degree and it's like the world is cleaning up really fast uh, on its own 
Uh, and that's that's really a good sign. We're not going to stop global warming, any, you know, <laughs> over a period of a month. But it's really nice to see some of the impacts uh, and the good that's coming out of folks staying at home. It's important to take those uh, those good nuggets with uh, with the bad to really just put things into perspective. Uh, a quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Remember, Bill's seminar on uh, Wednesday, April 8th is still happening. It will not be at Independence Village. It will be via video conference. You can find information at wgalaw.com for how to attend for free from the comfort of your own home. wgalaw.com. Just click on the seminars button. If you have questions, you can also call the office 919 919- Two five six seven thousand nine one nine two five six seven thousand. This is a great way for you to uh, get Bill's knowledge free of charge, and you don't even have to go anywhere. You can hang out, and you can you don't have to get dressed up either. You can just watch the video conference from the comfort of your own home. We are out of time for today, but we hope you'll join us again next Saturday. It is Asset Protection today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio six eighty WPTF. Have a great weekend.